Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use? We decide he steps foot on the boat. Whatever the hell we want, Cody, you want to tell me what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. This, If you want to gatekeep something in your life, if you want to make sure people can't get a hold of it, this is the bracket for you. We're going to figure out what is the best big fictional pop culture dog in this group. These are the big, these are the guardian dogs. These dogs all have something they represent and protect sacredly with a holy vow that they made to God and Satan in some cases. Yeah. <laughs> that, man, if that's not the actual, like, lore behind Clifford, it's like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a hellhound. Oh, are you telling me a giant, a giant blood red dog doesn't have something to do with the devil, Nick? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like. Think it through, okay? I'm not the stupid one. You're, you see how dumb you sound thinking it's not? Mm -mm. This was a ritual gone either really wrong or incredibly right. Right, exactly. So here we have, folks, we are in group D. So that means group A, B, and C have already happened. Go listen to find out who those champions are before we get to the final four. But here we are in group D where we have the three-seed Clifford going up against the 14-seed The Beast from The Sandlot. And then we have a matchup between the six seed Bluey and then going up against the 11 seed Gidget, which was the name of the Taco Bell dog. Cody. Um, yes. Where do you want to start? I'll start with Clifford and the Beast. Nick, when you were a kid and you were watching Sandlot for the first time and they were describing the Beast in your mind's eye as this innocent child, what's bigger, Clifford or the Beast? Because Clifford, yeah, Clifford's a huge giant red dog. Maybe in real life, size-wise, Clifford's bigger, but the beast looms over you like a dark menace, instilling fear and violence in your heart. I don't look at Clifford and get scared. Never. I, right. That's the thing, is they made a Clifford movie, like a live action, but they did try to make it look as much like Clifford as possible. And I will say they did a great job of not making me afraid of this giant beast. <laughs> not even it's a kid's movie i'm not even scared of this thing like but sandlot they did the opposite they made me terrified of this dog terrified well and the thing is i live right now in a i live on my neighborhood we have a straight up high wooden fence like mm -hmm. six seven foot wooden fence where there is not one but two dogs that burst through and like scrape under the ground and like burst, like their snouts come through the gate a little bit. Like Sandler, <laughs> when I'm walking them, those two, I'm they, I'm waiting for the day that they break through. And Sandler and I go on a Sandlotian run through the neighborhood. <laughs> as you we're gotta like, be wearing your good shoes, bro. <laughs> gotta make sure I got them PF flyers on. You know what I'm saying? Gotta like, have the flyers, dude. Gotta have the flyers because they are coming for that ass, dude. And Kellyanne's like, Nick, what? You, you putting on the flyers today? Yeah, I was walking the dog the other day and I saw a crack in that one fence. So it's loose. It, it's, coming. It's, it's coming. It's gonna be sooner than it won't be. You know what I'm saying? So it is, man, if that isn't the story of like, Every dog, though, you know, like when you're a kid and there's just that dog in the neighborhood, right? That no matter what is just ornery and is just mm -hmm. going to bark at everything. I mean, it's the reason why we have beware of dog signs, right? Like, exactly. I, I'm not saying Sandlot started that, but you learn via the Sandlot. You're like, hey, they probably mean it. Like, I've seen uh, a Clifford might be three tons, but I've seen Rottweilers, Shih Tzus, Chihuahuas that are bigger than Clifford. Oh, right. 
But that's Clifford not, doesn't have that presence. Yeah, he's something to look at when he walks into a room, but he's soft as hell. Isn't that what's fun about him, though? Is that he's he is just this adorable, like outside of the the logistics of feeding it daily, mm-hmm. which is probably humans. They don't like to talk about it. It's probably like to, well, that's how you get the red fur. They don't tell yeah. you that, but the only way that there's there's a pro, there's a chemical that humans make that when you eat them, it gives you blood red fur. What if you were just in your, you know, like you like let's like I let Sandler out, you know, uh, to yeah. use the bathroom. What if like you let Clifford out, yeah. and then slowly over the course of like a few weeks, you're like. A lot less people in the neighborhood. A lot of funerals I've been noticing. <laughs> a lot but of no missing one... people. Lots of missing people. Lots of missing people in the neighborhood. Hey, hey Cliff, Clifford, that ain't you, is it, big boy? He's just like, what? I'm hmm? a dog. I'm a dog, dude. Yeah. I'm just a Look big, fluffy dog. And, like, everyone in the neighborhood, like, is, like, there's, like, one person in the neighborhood. It's, like, it's the fucking dog. And everyone's, like, no. No. Hi, I'm Clifford. I crave human flesh. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. what? What? That's how Clifford, that's the Clifford in my head, how he talks. Yeah. How's, how's your Clifford? Uh, My Clifford? I, I do a little more like, hey, guys, I'm Clifford. How are you doing? I, oh. I crave human flesh. <laughs> okay, that's good. So it's similar. I go gravelier, though. Than yeah, I yeah. Think Mine's like a little bit. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't, either way. I, got, I don't know how, through the powers of Satan, I managed to get this physique. But golly, <laughs> I'm a big dog. Uh, where is that? Where is that book when it's like when Satan comes back for his dog and he's like, that's mine. Obviously. <laughs> Clifford, too. Yeah. Hell's back. It's like, what? <laughs> It's like it's like air. It becomes Airbud. You know that scene in Airbud where they're like, "All right, who are you gonna go to, Clifford? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna go to me? You gonna go to me or the King of the Underworld, Satan? You yeah. gotta go to the King of the Underworld, dude. Well, it's more space. I mean, that's more the reality. Is like, at what point are you living out of house and home because? You're trying to keep this massive dog. Yeah, this dog deserves a better life. What are you trying to keep it in New York City? That's always been ridiculous. Why that immediately get out to the suburbs? But even yeah. then, what are you going to do? Re- hey, hey, there's already a big dog in New York City, and his name's Dodger. Okay, so you <laughs> okay. need to yeah. calm down, Clipper. Get that weak shit out of here, dude. Get that weak shit out of here. What could you imagine though if someone like lived out in like South Dakota, right? Like, yeah, a there, part of me. I mean, okay, wait. Yeah, I can imagine it. You can imagine South Dakota. Okay, <laughs> I got it. Good. Okay, cool. So you're living in South Dakota. So Go I know ahead. it's I know it's challenging because who the fuck would? But imagine yeah. you are. Big step for me to take, but I'm there. Isn't there something about like if you knew someone who had like truly like a ten foot tall dog and it just roamed around their like prop like out in the rural farming area, but someone just yeah. Like, oh yeah, I got this giant ass dog. It feels like you're like oh. I know dogs can get that big, but sure, I guess. <laughs> like, I, there's something about like he needs to be within the context of a smaller world. Because the second I, he's just on a farm, I'm like, oh, that's pretty crazy. But mm-hmm. all right, well, at least he has the space to be here. And like, sounds like he yeah, just eats out of the same trough as the cows. And like, he's living his life out here. Yeah, that's a situation. It's fine, but when you have to walk the dog three times a day to get its exercise, that's not okay. Oh, the traffic then- problems alone because of Clifford. They they do. I remember seeing a scene in the Clifford movie where he does pee on something. Oh my he's god! So is big. It, hey Nick, is it so funny? It's so funny, dude. Oh it's god. like so funny. It's, it's probably so much piss. It's so much, and it just like breaks. Through. I think it like bursts like a window or something. Like it's oh, just like that's like, so you don't funny. See people get peed on because I don't think we're allowed to show that. But the implication is. Someone about to be covered in piss. There was somebody watching that movie that was just about to finish, but since they didn't show the person get peed on, they just didn't. They're like, no, and that's sad for them. <laughs> I was so close. Why would you, you do this? He just wanted to bust in a children's movie. Who are <laughs> we to take it away from him? One, one star. Get 
just cock teases you until with all this one star just talks about piss play but doesn't actually do any of it (laughs) some bullshit dude um i'm i'm kind of torn here because i like the b i like oh you're torn movie I like the movie, but I'm like Clifford is iconic, right? I, if I have to watch one of these movies, I'm picking Sandlot all every day. time. But as far as like dogs in the popular zeitgeist, I gotta go Clifford. Yeah, the, the, beast, I, the beast. That's not even his name. Isn't even Beast. I don't think is it. It's like you Bill know what I love. Like Tom. What? What I love about the Sandlot movie is that all of those guys, all they do now, anyone who is in the cast of Sandlot. All they do during the summer is just go to minor league baseball games and are just treated like celebrities. They go to minor league games. The one guy says, you're killing me, Smalls. And then they just sign autographs. It's fantastic. I want, that's the level of fame I want this show to get to. I want to get it so big that we can go to that Twins minor league team, whatever that's called, and just be celebrities there. Right. And just if eat I get, free hot I, dogs in a booth. Yes, free it. hot dogs and free beer. That's all I want. They pay for a semi-decent hotel, and we just get to ride out like kings for a day. Dude, that's I don't all even I need want. a semi-decent hotel. As long as it doesn't have bed bugs, let's go. Let's go. All right, but I think we got to move Clifford on, right? Yeah, we got to move Clifford on. He's a big red right. dog. All right, and next up, we have the six-seed Bluey going up against the 11-seed Gidget. Now, I know, Cody... You are not aware of this dog, Bluey. I'm aware of the show, but I've never seen it. I don't, I've never played in the space. Dude, it is so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I have a niece, right? And Bluey, that's it. Like, she's she, Bluey's number one, right? Okay. That's that's the top. And I think the thing that anyone who you know who, who has to watch Bluey for children, the one thing they're going to tell you is, like, this feels like the first time a show respects you as an adult. As well as there to like help teach your kids things, mm, you know, like, I like that actively is a sitcom that you're like, what is going on in this universe? There are adults who straight up are like, I think two of the parents are cheating on each other and have provided evidence via a TikTok video that I saw that was <laughs> almost undisputable. You're like, I think they are cheating. Like, I think the one mom is going is stepping out. On one of the other parents. Oh, like, jeez. Do you think they'll call, would, would they tackle that in the show? I, the thing about it is, Cody, they yeah. might. Like, that's <laughs> the level at which, like, Bluey is operating on a, such a high frequency that I feel like they, like, there's maybe, like, some writer is like, I really want to get to. How do we explain to a child? Not only is a divorce going to happen, but one of your parents cheated on the other and oh, is no yeah. longer in love with them. How do we, via a children's show, process help them that. process? Like, I think it's all good intention. Like, I think it truly no, that's is that's great them. intention. I love yeah. that for a show. I love but, the energy. Oh, my God. The slow burn that they're giving you of, like, those two are hooking up, like, behind the scenes. <laughs> like... Like it's because they're I think what they had is like they're what may have been just like a slip of like the whoever the people doing the audio what like whoever's recording the voices one time like when he's clearly supposed to be talking about his wife he calls out the mom of another character oh no as like how beautiful how like beautiful she is and like the deal you can edit that that's that's, they they didn't miss that on purpose right you want to believe they're like well maybe just across the way they're like yeah that sounds about right like they're being lit but it's like no these people care and are intentional these are clues this is you need to pick this stuff up this is a smart enough show allow it's treating you smartly treat it smartly okay you know i respect that and i love that i love that this show treats also respect australian okay accent the whole time it's wonderful it's so like peaceful like and it really does have this australian vibe of like Oh man, what's the what's the worst that could happen here, mate? 
Here's the thing I'm talking about, though. This is great. I love that the show treats important issues well and respects kids' intelligence because kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love to see that. But Gidget truly gets to the core of the human condition. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero. I want Taco Bell all the time. There's no point in my life where that sentence doesn't apply. Because even if I'm not hungry and someone's like, hey, you want to go to Taco Bell? I'm not going to say no. Or do you want something from, hey, I'm going to Taco Bell. Can I pick you something up? If I'm not hungry, I still want a Baja Blast. I want to get blasted. All the time. All, All the, the time. time. Dude. And that's the minimum. You, if you put a crunch wrap in front of me, I'm going to eat it. You know what's very funny to me about these two picks right here is that these are so specific to your generation, right? There's us who know Gidget, love Gidget. Then there's everyone else who doesn't, right? There's like all the kids that are younger than us don't get it, wouldn't get it. In the same way that Bluey for like a bunch of young kids is th- this is their Gidget, right? And so, except that he's not ho- hawking delicious Taco Bell at them. Yeah, he should um, be. That's the episode. If Bluey has an episode where he's just trying to trick his family into getting Taco Bell, that's then I'm in. Then, I, then I'm there. I'm it's, actually honestly probably going Bluey anyway, but but Gidget's very important. But no, here's the like, I think it's hard to emphasize to people how powerful Gidget was. Like for some reason, this tiny Chihuahua, when he sold us Taco Bell, it catapults Taco Bell to a premier fast food establishment. Exactly. What was, what was once just like maybe your town had a Taco Bell, maybe it didn't. Now you needed to have a Taco Bell because you got a Yokiro what that dog is your kid in. You know you what I'm saying? To, like, in, yeah, it, this was a revolution of the times, man. I'm, I don't know why this ad campaign took off like it did, but holy shit. I'm telling you, at a t- I remember this so vividly, Cody, that I know it's not a dream. It is not like something fake that my brain is making up. I remember going clothes shopping for school, right? It's that mm-hmm. time of the year I'm about to go school shopping. I'm at Target. There are... And I'm not kidding you. Basically, only three shirts you can buy. This is 1998, 1999. There are only three shirts. There are either NWO t-shirts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) You know, and all, we got them in red. We got them in white. We got the LWO colors, but that's what we got. Yep. We got Taz t-shirts. Taz is doing whatever he wants. (laughs) Whatever he wants. (laughs) Smoking a cigar for some reason. I had a, dude, I had a Taz t-shirt. This isn't a joke where his body was in like the tornado form, but his head wasn't. And one arm was coming out of the tornado and he was drinking a beer. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I had a shirt. But a hundred, I, it's a hundred percent. The third type of t-shirt you could buy were t-shirts that had Gidget on it and saying, just spewing his catchphrases, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Those are the only three t-shirts that you, that ta- target was like, like, should we diversify the t-shirt section to maybe include other like superheroes or anything that else? Like nothing else Why? sells. <laughs> we this tried. Is it. We tried. <laughs> We've tried Superman. He ain't, he ain't moving numbers like this. He ain't you moving think, Taz numbers. You think Batman's going to touch Taco Bell dog numbers? No, get out of here, dude. Dude, not a chance. Yo Quiero Taco Bell was the movement of a whole economy. When we talk about the 90s, a lot of people were like, oh, that was great. It was the internet boom. Everyone was making a lot of money in the United States. And that's partially true. We were making a lot of money. It was a boom, but it wasn't because of the internet. It was because Taco Bell. Also, and this is just because we were in South Dakota. I didn't even know what this thing was the first time I saw it, right? 
Like I, there weren't chihuahuas yet, in my opinion. I know that there were, obviously, <laughs> not like, in the, not in this neighborhood, partner. Not, not, not where we here. were. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not around here. So I'm just like so, and I have to believe that that because people wanted to get chihuahuas because of this dog proliferation of chihuahuas across America, going from California, you know, Southern California to the rest of the United States mm-hmm. can be looked at because of this dog. Man, this is tough, actually. Like, I, there's a part of me who understands that Bluey is the moment. Bluey is currently that dog. He got that dog in him, right? Yeah, he's got the dog in him. I think I, this I, this dog, I and, and to be fair, to be clear, I bought those T-shirts. There are photos <laughs> of young Nicholas with this T-shirt. This dog is uh, Spanish. And, Nick, dog- if, you, if you send me that picture, I can make it the cover picture for just this episode. I will. I will dig. I promise you. Let me talk. Let me talk to Rhonda. I Gidget was a movement. It was a a way a time a time that will never be reached again. Perhaps actually, I think it could have been the pinnacle of human achievement. I but don't doubt that. I still gotta go with Bluey, man. This kid's he's out here teaching adults and children, and possibly in a fair storyline. Like, hey, Nick, where can I stream Bluey? I'm about to get caught up. Hard Dog, it me. is just for free on YouTube. If you Hell play YouTube yeah. Bluey channel. Dog, you can just watch Bluey. It's going on all the time for free, I believe, besides probably commercials. Let's go. I'm in, so I'm not getting Bluey. Where are you at? Are you, I, I understand that Gidget was the pinnacle of human achievement, but we, I don't know if we'll ever get to that point again. And Dude, so I know. I, I don't want to be dumb here. Like, I don't. I want I want to just know, like, of course it's Bluey. Like, of course. But, like, th- I that is completely underselling the movement. Yeah. That this dog, like, I don't, I truly don't know if Taco Bell gets as big as it does, right? I want to believe maybe they'd figure something else out. They but, had Demolition Man unlock that movie. They were ready for it. That's right. But then, okay, but that's the 80s, right? That's like late 80s, early 90s. So, yeah. like, that that's the last thing that we find out about them. Why did they quit, too, by the way? Why didn't we? I understand that things get old and die out. Were we sick of this dog? Is that what happened? We must have gotten I, no, sick, I, right? No, I don't think we got sick. I think Taco Bell, because clearly the smartest people in the world, the yeah. people at Taco Bell, geniuses, they should be running all government. They they took it away from us because they knew that we, us humans, would over we'd overuse it and get sick of it. So they didn't even let us get sick of it. They said, no, this is, you want Taco Bell, that is sh- for certain. And then we must protect Gidget from you, that you is, know? I hate that. I hate, I hate that. I do. I, I just don't want to believe that we, I feel like we could have kept going. Gidget died in 2009. Like, so this oh. dog, the Taco Bell commercials air from 1997 to July, 2000. Wow. He had time on his clock, man. Wow. I'm reading here. Did, did you see the cause of death for this dog? Drowned in money. <laughs> I think that's the only dog that's ever done it. <laughs> I think what it was is he was like, I'm going to do, I'm for sure doing a Scrooge McDuck. Like I'm jumping oh, in. Like, for sure, yeah. Gidget, Gidget. That's that's a cartoon. You're a real dog. I don't think you can. He's like, I got this, and jumped in. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see why. Apparently, the uh, Latino community felt this was an incredibly offensive stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on, Bluey. Then. Um. So far, <laughs> the Australians seem pretty down. All right, they're down a clown. They don't seem offended by Bluey. Yeah. No. Everyone. Everyone else seems. Uh, what do you think they could make a turn that would just 
piss off all Australia. One episode comes out and it just yeah. raw dogs Australia hard. They everyone's cheating on everyone. They just start throwing shrimp on Barbies. I don't know a kangaroo. They're they're all actually kangaroos and masks. Literally, a dingo steals one of their babies and it's, it's confusing because they're like, the- it's like it's actual cousin. They're like, wait, that's yeah. my cousin Dingo. That's my baby, baby, Dingo. You stole my baby. One of them. I can't do of, Australian. One of them just says like Steve Irwin deserved it. <laughs> oh, it just breaks the fourth wall completely. Everything goes to like to a, it's like a film noir. Everyone pauses, freezes in frame. Bluey steps forward, looks dead through the camera, dead into your eyes, and say, Steve Irwin deserved it, that fuck. And then takes a best step back and they just take off right where they left off. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? Why would you do Bluey? But why? Bluey, please don't. Please. Oh my god. Most popular boy name in australia okay here's what we do we do that scene i that's oliver so you do that scene i exactly just said except bluey pause steps forward he goes steve Uman deserved it because of you oliver and then he steps back back into the scene every oliver's be watching going like what did i do what what did i what did i do who's steve Irwin? i'm four yeah i will say I appreciate that because I, you know, you're looking up like names and be like, okay, how is, how much is this impacting? I do think for the most part, they did a good job of giving dog names. So people wouldn't name their freaking people after unlike mm-hmm. game of Thrones where people like Daenerys is a real name. Like it's not, don't do that. That's not a real name. Bluey's the bluey names. You have bingo, you have bandit, you have chili, you have muffin socks. Okay. Those seem to be the main, our main characters. Yeah, so. but I'm looking at that most popular name in Australia. So when Bluey steps forward and looks into the camera, he reaches into the soul of the children. Wait, isn't it weird? And I, I mean, I'm sure this is, I'm sure this is like day one conspiracy for Bluey fans. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, please, I understand. This is our first real interaction with it. Dad's name is Bandit. So Bluey is the, is the child and Bandit is his father. Bandit and Chili are its mom, names. It, are the parents. That's got Bandit? As a male dog in Australia? Let's go. What are we, are we, ta- is he the dingo bandit? No, he's been taking dingo babies and raising them as dogs. <laughs> That's how blue he is. He's just a dingo. He's just a dingo. It's been kidnapped. <laughs> Do they tackle adoption in Bluey? They should I, because dingo is be technically shocked. adopted in a way. I, yeah, I think in I guarantee you, I know for a fact, I know I don't don't know enough about this, but I'm telling you the things that they cover, it wouldn't surprise me if there were, because it's it's also Australia, so Australia is pretty cool. So I think there's like a queer family, like there's, you know, two moms that have a dog or whatever, and like everyone's cool about it. And and then like here's here's what you need to know about Bluey that might I it might be too powerful for you. Bluey is so beloved by society but apparently is too leftist for people which is okay but that rob schneider has made his own bluey knockoff completely rips off the animation but it's about a chinchilla and it's on some like far right disney plus service (laughs) called Lockheed. hell yeah that's how powerful bluey is to society that we had to knock him off and make a conservative (laughs) bland ass bullshit because oh because in the story so bluey so bluey's dad bandit is mostly like I think it, it, they make it. He has some kind of job, but he's clearly more of like a stay-at-home father. And the yeah. mom is like a doctor. And the whole thing, the whole like Rob show, like the first line is like teaches traditional family values. Like the dad runs the family. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
fuck you. You're just like, how mad you're sitting there watching Bluey, a children's show that just shows what one of a there are many families where the woman makes more than the husband. Shout out my own family. Yeah. Like straight up. And the, someone saw that and got so pissed off about it that they're like, no, we can't be. What are the kids going to think? Out, we can't be raising our kids on this. Let's make a knockoff with Rob Schneider. <laughs> That's going to get to the core of what America needs right now. Hey, dude, with big name actors like Rob Schneider, you're going to make you're going to make a splash in the industry. Nick. Clifford never did anything for me. You talking about Bluey has meant more to my heart than Clifford ever did. All I got was this dog is big and red. I never understood what why, what was the big appeal of this dog. Yeah, I. it really does feel, it kind of feels kind of one note, doesn't it? Big red dog. That it's just big red dog. And that it's going to cause a mess. Mayhem. It, havoc. You, you're not going to believe the situations that he finds himself in. That's for sure. Mm. Oh my except God, for, he chased the mailman. Yeah, except for, oh, maybe all of them because, oh, guess what? Oh, he can't go into the pool because he's not big enough. Also, he's a dog. Dogs can't go in the pool. <laughs> Dogs can't go in the pool. This isn't about being mad. This isn't like discrimination against Clifford. It's all dogs. We treat them all like this. Yeah, no pool for And dogs. honestly, I, dude, okay. Except that is going to suck. Because you know, like once eventually it reaches public domain and we can use Clifford. That horror movie is going to be bad. Yeah, that's true. Because it's right there, you know? I was kind of excited when someone's like, we're going to do a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. You're like, oh, right, let's Was it good? It. Have you seen it, honey? No, it's trash. Like, I never saw it, but like, I read all, everyone was like, yeah, it's, this wasn't it. The cool yeah. thing you could have done with like imaginary friends and like yeah. multiple nope. personalities. No, we skipped over all of that and just were like, this guy kills in a poo mask. Isn't that creepy? And we can't get no. sued for it. You're like, great. Here's Way the thing. to go. I got to think of, I'm thinking of it now from just a life perspective, right? Yeah. If we lock in Bluey, which is what I'm leaning to do, I think I'm going to lock in Bluey. That means I have to start watching Bluey to do my research. And once I get my foot in the door, I can binge the whole thing, Nick. I just got to get Catherine in. She, it's, it's hard to get her to watch kids' shows. She's not uh, into them. That's fair. I think this, A, I do I believe in Bluey to this extent? I definitely do. I think that there's a chance that she would easily, like, go down that road with you. I think it's one of it's like perfect background. I think you're gonna be impressed. I think <laughs> I think it could be the one that's like, oh damn. Honestly, I just hope it's not too powerful that you aren't like, well, we have one of these little rugrats watching this show with us, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna change my whole life perspective. But we'll never know until I watch it. That'll be I'm, part of my research. If I if we don't release a final four, it's because I had a kid. I'm a dad it's now. It's Cody, got, Cody got Catherine pregnant and now he's we gotta raise this kid now. I gotta raise this kid. Actually, we'll definitely have a show then because I'm gonna need you guys to give me some money. Yeah, right. That Patreon we've talked about previously, that's real now. That's very real. Very, All very real. To me. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm down to move Bluey on. I think he's the new he's he's the new heir to the throne right now, the dog throne. I think he at mm -hmm. least deserves to be in the comp the conversation. With all the other great dogs right now. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get your time in the sun. Maybe now you get let the let's let's see if you 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 ran with the dogs. Now let's see if you can run with the big dogs. The you know what I'm dogs. saying? The big, big dogs. dogs. Roof, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. This final four is stacked. This is all timers. If you if you make it through here, this gauntlet. This is yeah. We got it. We definitely nailed it here for this final four. And if you want to go listen to the final four, that's going to come out on Friday. If you want to know how we got there, go back and listen to group A, group B, and group C. But thank you Especially all so much. Especially group B. Don't miss group B. Don't miss that one. But thank you so much 
for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. What about your boys? A few things that you can do. As always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that like, that follow, that subscribe, and give us those five stars, please. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, what kind of tomfoolery Clifford could get into since he's such a big dog, email us to friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it just like this season where my wife sent in. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro to music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us. We've got a new episode coming out on Friday. Until then. I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.